This is She Sparks Tech, a podcast about women who take technology to heart in their careers. We will explore stories about women who think creatively, find new directions, solve problems, and chase passions, all through technology. I'm your host, Casey Bertelsman, and I'm excited about showcasing amazing women in their careers, from dreams to the unexpected, in hopes of inspiring each of us to think bigger. Today's episode, I'll be speaking with Libby Robinson, and Libby Robinson has had a very amazing career. She's done a lot of wonderful things. Most of what I'll be speaking with her about is her app called Backfeed Plus. That's a correction from um, how it's said in the following intro. The app is called Backfeed Plus. She's an amazing woman to be speaking with during a month where we're focusing on the amazing things women have done the month of March. So we'll jump right in and I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I do. Libby Robinson is the managing partner of Integral, an award-winning leadership, executive coaching, and advisory company working with Fortune 1000 companies globally, a former Wall Street banker, aerospace engineer, and national champion equestrian. Libby has worked for 26 years with senior leaders globally, helping to bring more mindfulness, resilience, and greater capacity to brilliant and ambitious leaders. Libby's latest venture has been to launch Backfeed, an app that helps individuals and organizations get better, faster feedback using a method backed by the latest neuroscience data about how individuals receive feedback with less stress. Libby, it's great to have you here. Thank you so much, Casey. Nice to meet you. That is quite a mouthful of all the wonderful things you've been able to achieve in your career so far. Can you give a little background of your career journey? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I think what might be interesting to you, since you're a a STEM girl, was I was a math computer science major in the beginning. And um, so um, I studied mathematics and computer science at both Fairleigh Dickinson University and Stevens Institute of Technology. And um, I went, uh, I started working with um, a company called Allied Signal Bendix Aerospace, so an aerospace conglomerate. in New Jersey, uh, doing uh, you know software programming um, and on um, test systems for fighter bombers, believe it or not, and the F-111, which I think was designed uh, way back in 1964, but they still you know have tests and guidance and all these things that need to be checked out on the on the airplanes. So during that time, I was actually still in university, so I was. Um, working full-time and going to school full-time, which was quite a challenge, but they had multiple shifts there. And um, uh, I got recruited, um, and this would have been in the sort of mid-80s, so even before you were born, (laughs) um, to Wall Street, because Wall Street was just starting to get its feet um, in real-time trading systems. And so I had a, you know, a background that was interesting for them. And I wound up getting my, what they call their series seven and 63 and things like that. So that I actually was able to, um, be, uh, you know, on the, the trading floors. And, um, so I learned how to program different tools, um, to analyze, uh, what they 
call mortgage-backed securities. So if you remember that movie, The Big Short, <laughs> I was around during that time and uh, hopefully not one of the bad guys, <laughs> but we were learning how to, how to create this, these different things. And I found that um, even though I love uh, you know, math and I love programming, I, um, there was just something missing for me. It was very political. It was you know, very male-dominated. And um, I started looking around and I found that there was this other, whole other field of study called organizational development, and which was really the human side of business. So I love business. Um, I didn't want to be a psychotherapist. I was like, I didn't want to hear about everybody's problems and things like that. So it sounds terrible, but I didn't. <laughs> and um, so, but I was like, wow, organizational development is all about the structures and the people and how to keep people interested and engaged and develop them. I was like, sign me up for that. So I did a master's degree in organizational development and transformation at a place called the California Institute of Integral Studies. So an integral is really like taking a systemic approach um, to, uh, to learning, right? So there's many different ways of learning and you can look at, you know, organizations as systems. And so that got me very interested and, in, um, and, you know, just snowballed from there. So that's, that's a little bit about my background. That's a lot of really notable experience. You see a lot of people who are in aerospace or are in some form of finance. And the fact that you've touched both of them in your long career, I think would be a connection a lot of people don't make. And that might just be because not everyone understands all the pieces that go into it for someone who's doing the background work. Absolutely. And I'd really encourage, especially, um, you know, younger people, you know, newer into their career, if you don't just love every second of what you do, just look around because your skills might be very applicable to, you know, another industry. You might have always thought you wanted to be an accountant. You might have always thought that you wanted to be a doctor. Um, but, you know, there might be something else um, that you can really apply uh, your brain to. A good option for pivoting you'd see that's how you get the career path you don't have to enter in and do one thing and sit at that same desk your whole life anymore absolutely yeah that's kind of the great thing I think everybody's going to turn out to be a gig worker for the rest of whatever in some ways you know like we just keep your freedom as long as you can <laughs> uh, so I guess one of the ways that you've embraced opportunities of freedom has been the creation of the app that you set out yeah. to make. And so Backfeed Plus is designed to provide feedback in a simple manner. And feedback is clearly important to you if you set out to create the app. What led you to the idea for Backfeed Plus? Sure, that's a great question. So um, I'm a master certified coach and I, you know, I work with leaders, as, as you said in my intro, all over the world. And we often design leadership development programs for, uh, for leaders. And Inevitably, organizations want to have uh, some sort of an assessment, or usually you might not have ever experienced one, but something called 360 degree feedback. So that's where basically you have, you know, your boss, your peers, and your direct reports. So kind of 360 degree circle around you, um, input feedback. And that's there's tons of them out there. It's actually a six billion dollar marketplace in in North America alone. And um, so you do this you know, they'd ask 10 or 20 people, there'd be all these different questions and criteria. And, um, and you'd come back and they'd say, great, you're a 3.2 on managing ambiguity, right? And it's like, what does that even mean, right? But essentially, you're taking qualitative data and 
messing with it to make it be pretend quantitative data. And I know that, you know, I'm just like, that's just not useful. And there are a couple of things about the brain just in data overwhelm when you get all of these indicators at you and look, you know, where, you know, did someone, somebody rated you really badly. You can tell di different categories. You can tell where your peers usually rated you, where your direct reports rated you, where your boss or your indirect boss rated you. And um, what I've found over, you know, 20 years of doing these types of things in, in various forms is that it just doesn't work. It's a tool that's been around forever. And um, so uh, a, a guy named Marcus Buckingham, who's a very well known in the learning and development space, has been saying for years, you know, this is bad and fuzzy data. The, the United States military has stopped using them at all because it's basically bad data. But so many organizations um, still use this kind of a tool, thinking that it's a great thing, like, oh, I can measure at the beginning and I can measure at the end and it's going to show me the difference. Well, no, if, if the data set changed, you know, if these 10 people aren't the same as these 10 people at the end of a year, um, wh what have you got? Or is your intern or your person that you connect with two or three times a year able to judge you on your strategic acumen? You know, no, they're just going to make up a number, right? So basically my mission, I got so frustrated. It's also very time consuming for the organization. It's time consuming to debrief. And it doesn't really give, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of bang for the buck. Um, so um, a couple of years ago, I set out to create this app. And um, while I was in the process of developing it, I met a woman by the name of Dr. Tessa West at New York University. And I was at a conference about neuroscience and neuroleadership. And she was um, presenting her uh, most recent findings on um, how the brain responds to feedback. Because um, this is kind of like the holy grail of HR and learning. It's like, you know, how do you get, you know, how do I give people feedback so that they're not going to get threatened or whatever? So she had three findings. The first one is kind of a blinding flash of the obvious, which is receiving feedback is stressful. Your brain goes immediately into a threat response, even if like you're the nicest person and they walk over to you and say, hey, can I give you some feedback about that presentation you just did? No matter, even if you thought you did a great job, you're like, <laughs> You know, your brain just does that automatically, right? The second finding she had was that it's equally stressful to give feedback, which is, you know, if you're my boss, Casey, and you're you're coming, you're preparing for our annual performance review or something, and you're like, oh my God, how is she going to take it? Is she going to get really angry at me? Is she going to cry? Right? Which is this is the reason that managers and leaders don't give enough feedback. You know, HR and learning is always saying, give more feedback, give more feedback, give more feedback. And they don't do it. Why? Because it's stressful for their brain. You know, that's what not what they would say, but we know now know this from the neuroscience. And the third finding that she had um, was that it's the only time it's less stressful for your brain to receive feedback is when you proactively ask for it. Essentially, you auto prime yourself to be ready to receive that. So I might, um, you know, say to um, a colleague, you know, hey, I'm really working on my coaching skills. You know, I'm wondering, you know, um, you saw me work with Joe, wondering if, you know, you have any insights or something I could do better. Then I'm sitting there waiting, right? I'm hungry to learn, but most people don't do that. And so I'm sort of out on a crusade to get people to stop feedbacking all over their, themselves and start backfeeding. Um, we might even change the name of that because backfeed obviously in engineering terms has a, or feedback loops 
have a different, you know, connotation in some ways. So um, that's the app is based on the neuroscience. It's actually already out there on Google Play and the app, uh, you know, uh, Mac Store, uh, App Store. So um, and it and it's free. The the basic version of it is free. So um, I just think it's we want to have want to create places where there can be more of an encouragement culture. There's a lot of stuff out there about employee engagement, which is, you know, okay, we want our employees to be really engaged and always working. And I think what we really want, I think what we, I think we should shoot for is more of an encouragement culture. And I don't mean just, oh, only say nice things about people, but you need to encourage people to take risks if you want innovation. You need encouragement for you know someone who's you know younger in the organization to speak up, um, or you know to take a stand on something, or you know say no to someone who's more senior. Right? Those all those things take time and practice, and so that's what the app is really about: is getting rid of the you're a three point two on managing ambiguity and getting something that's real. Um, you know, where you you get feedback from a set of trusted people and not just people that are going to say good things to you, but, you know, your honest brokers within your organization or even outside of your organization. So you could invite clients to respond, you know, you could invite vendors to respond, that sort of thing. So, and the, the, the six or seven people that you're going to work with on a regular basis, and then you can even easily swap those people out. And, you know, you get a trail of data. Um, on this. And then the last thing I'll say is um, one of the things about feedback as it currently stands is if you're the giver of feedback, there's no learning on your part. You just give it, you know, kind of dump it out there onto somebody and they do what they do with it. In our app, the app actually teaches you how to get better at feedback. So um, there's four axes that we use of, you know, is it timely? Is it useful? You know, is it accurate and does it demonstrate empathy or care? And if you do those things well, you're going to get better and better at being able to provide feedback to someone. So that's what that's, it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love how simple it sounds and how it does encourage feedback because I know um, personally when I had like my first annual performance review, it was like, oh, no. Like, what is this? <laughs> what is it going to be? I have no idea what it's going to end up looking like. Uh, thankfully, the um, my boss was like, I don't see an annual review as the opportunity to give comments on things you've been doing wrong all year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, that should be something that I tell you right after so that you mm -hmm. don't keep doing it. Mm -hmm. um, and you focus on moving forward and projecting in an annual mm -hmm. review kind of setting then because you have constructive feedback as you achieve or don't achieve work. Right, right, yeah. And many organizations are starting to even go away from just the annual performance review. And you might need that just for, you know, raises or bonuses or level setting. But um, one of the hardest things, especially now when, you know, so many of us are, you know, remote because of COVID, you know, you don't have those kind of, you know, water cooler conversations because everybody's going from one Zoom meeting to the next Zoom meeting. So even finding that time of being able to, you know, ask for feedback. So this is another funny thing, what you just said just made me think of it, which is um, we've been taught um, a couple of things about feedback, which is actually wrong as it relates to neuro neuroscience, which is um, uh, 
people are often said to give feedback, you know, as quickly as possible afterwards, which is pretty good, but like face-to-face, -face, it's the best to do it face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. Like don't send it to them in a text and don't, you know, call them up. Strangely, the brain is actually more triggered, more in threat response if you come face-to-face. -face. So one of the ways, especially also with introverted people or people that are a little uncomfortable having to give it this asynchronous way, it still can be timely. You can still give it, in fact, the app gives you the choice of not just writing it, which is most 360s are like that or just a numerical score, um, but it gives you the possibility of sending you know, audio or video. So if I'm having a bad hair day, I can just click on the video and say, hey, Casey, loved your presentation. I really, one of the things I think you really, you know, improve the whole quality of your slides. I really liked how you reinforced your, you know, the three key points and takeaways and how you asked for, you know, suggestions at the end, right? That takes 30 seconds and it gives me time to think about what I want to say, right? So if you came up to me and said, Libby, so tell me about my executive presence. I'd be like, um, I'm going to have to make something, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't even have a split second to think about it. And you might really want that feedback, but now I'm kind of sitting there and either, and either I have to come up with it really quick or I might need some more time. So this is the app helps this asynchronous way of giving feedback also because it might not be the right time for you. If I, you know, if I came over to you and said, you know, hey, I want to talk to you, give you some feedback about your podcast and your microphone and your lighting and blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, whoa, man, I just, you know, I got to go off and do something else. You're not ready for it. So it's since as human beings, it's very hard for us to see when we're ready <laughs> to give or receive feedback, um, that this asynchronous way of doing it is actually um, more, more useful and more beneficial to more people. Awesome. Uh, so I did download the app just because I wanted to kind of see what it looked like. And um, I I played with it a little bit. I don't know how much I'm able to do as just me with the mm -hmm. app, but could you walk through what it's like to be a user when you're in the app and how it's designed to function within a group? Sure, absolutely. Uh, the way this works is you download the app for free. Uh, it asks you to fill out your profile, name, address, you know, email, very basic, not even the address, but your, you know, first name, last name, email, um, basic stuff so pe other people can find you. So the first thing that you do is you're asked to invite your tribe members and your tribe is a set of trusted advisors, people that you would want to have regular feedback from either, you know, that you can ask for and they're, you know, willing to give you. And so this isn't, you know, your great grandmother in California that's going to tell you how wonderful it is. These are reg regular people that you're going to work with. Only a group of seven in the free app. And because in this case, small is beautiful, right? You don't want feedback from 500 people that you only have met once or twice, right? You want to keep it to the, you know, maybe the project you're working on right now. You can always change those people in and out as you go. So that's the first thing. The app then sends an invitation off to your friends and says, hey, Casey's using Backfeed Plus. Do you want to use it? If so, you know, accept her invitation and download the app for free. So it also has a network effect, right? You know, you mm -hmm. tell two friends and they two tell friends and so on and so on. They can then use the app for free and build their own tribe, right? So then once you have a tribe of people, um, you essentially at that point are able to request Backfeed. In the free version, there's about 14 different themes. There are things like 
digital savviness and executive presence and influencing skills, all those things that you might want to get good at if you're going to be working in an organization. Um, and it already gives you three questions. So let's just say I'm, um, I'm interested in getting some um, feedback, back feed on my digital savviness. So I'll go in, click that theme. If maybe I was using some sort of technology in a, in a, in a podcast yesterday or in a sales presentation yesterday, I can remind people, I can put sales meeting Wednesday, you know, or whatever. And so, and then I pick a quick, pick one of those questions. And then I just, with a literally a quick click, it takes less than 30 seconds to do everything I'm saying. I can either send it to my whole tribe or I can just pick the people that I know were at the meeting yesterday and off it goes. Then when they get it, when they have time, so see, it doesn't bother them. It's not like barging into their office and saying, can you give me feedback right now? Mm -hmm. um, it, uh, they have a choice of writing the feedback, which we think is the least effective version or giving you an audio or giving you video. So it's like your own little one minute. So that's all they need to do. That keeps people short and to the point. And uh, that's how it works. And then um, in the latest version, uh, which is just going out to the, the app and Google Play stores, uh, I think uh, this weekend, um, you also have the ability to, to um, select what's called a council person. And a council person is, the, is a member of your tribe, but who has um, given you sufficient feedback and you feel like you really trust them, that they now can give you proactively unsolicited feedback. So there's only a handful of these people, right? Mm -hmm. um, maximum three that you will allow. You know, maybe one of them is a peer that you really admire and is maybe a couple of years, you know, um, older than you or is a mentor for you. And you don't want to just keep asking them. You want them to be able to proactively give it to you. And the, the advantage of this is the essentially... All, what's great about this that's not true of 360s and other forms of feedback um, is that it's completely confidential. No one except the giver and the receiver see it, not HR, nobody, right? The only exception to that is, let's just say you sent me feedback and you said, you know, Libby, your mother is ugly and she cheats at poker, right? <laughs> Which is totally inappropriate feedback, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't even have to do with me and my mother does not cheat at poker. Um, uh, uh, I can flag it as inappropriate, just like you would do in Facebook or any other social media. Mm -hmm. And that would go to um, an HR person to review. That's the only time if, if it's abusive or, you know, so this way we have a kind of a stop gap yeah. so that nobody can bully you, right? Um, in this way. And that's, that's really important to us. That's awesome. I hope I have an opportunity where I can instigate the use of that wherever I am. Um, whether it's for my podcast specifically and getting feedback from people I interview or mm -hmm. in my workplace to get more consistent feedback. I could see, I could see a lot of applications for it, which is definitely the intention you have. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, for organizations, there is a pro version and a, an enterprise version. So the pro version has essentially what you get is a data lake of, you don't get all of the actual conversations, but you can see um, what are the themes most people are asking about? Who are the top users? What's the, you know, backfeed score for, you know, the organization? You know, what's the engagement, right? So there's a lot of things to be able to see. Are we creating a culture of feedback and encouragement or are we not? 
Um, so by all means, I mean, you might be the first in your, you know, engineering firm to, you know, and it, you know, doesn't, doesn't hurt to try that if anybody that is listening to your podcast, um, wants to try the pro version, we give away two months, um, and 20 licenses for free, um, so that somebody could really test it out and, you know, see it. So happy to do that for your listeners. So you did talk a little bit about how you see this really changing feedback. Can you just focus on that a little bit more about how this app would ideally change giving and receiving feedback for people and what kind of impact that'll have on people's abilities to do their work well? Yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, tech changes everything, right? She sparks tech. Tech really changes the, the world and we can be conscious about the way we use it for good versus evil. And I think this is one of the ways. And um, this is a pain point. So if you know, you know, anything about, um, you know, design thinking, this is a pain point in the user experience, whether you're a new employee or whether you're a manager who has to give feedback, it's always one of those things, ugh, you know, and, oh, let's go do a feedback training. Well, no, guess what? There's actually some data, there's some neuroscience about how it's best given. And that's what the app helps with. So um, I think my um, commitment, I have two commitments. One is to blow up the 360 degree industry. I wanna get rid of it entirely. Um, and have new things pop up, maybe not just this app, but other things. And um, so that it makes it easier for people not to be sort of um, feedbacked all over. You know, it's the kind of unsolicited feedback doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. And there's even uh, more science about really um, corrective feedback can be, is useful. But really, you want to um, have you know as much encouragement as possible. So, want to try to start having uh, more conversations with senior leadership about how do you create a, a culture of encouragement, um, so that you get these byproducts, you get innovation, you get you know an easier development path for people, you get people that are hungry to learn and are going to want to stay. So that's my uh, my passion at the moment, and um, hopefully backfeed will help some people do that. That's amazing. I I see a lot of great opportunity for it. So thank you for taking your vision and making it into something that is accessible and easy to use for people. Thank you so much for having me, Casey. Wow. So that learning about Backfeed Plus was something that really unpacks a lot about how people process feedback and all of the research and work that Libby really put into creating this wonderful product. Um, I'm going to put information for Libby and how to access the app and learn more in the show notes so you can see what kind of opportunities that might provide for you and your business or your group moving forward um and that should be it for this week's episode um i hope you enjoyed it if you do not currently follow me on social media check out instagram and twitter and i'll be posting on linkedin fairly often too you can connect with me there 
Until then, have a great couple of weeks and keep celebrating amazing women during this month of March. Thanks. Thank you.